Hi, and thanks for watching Youth Talk, a podcast ran by Baptist Youth, where in each episode we take a different topic and get a bunch of tips from someone directly involved in youth ministry. In today's episode, we're joined by Steve Dodds, the youth pastor in Glengormley Baptist Church. And Steve is going to be sharing with us on the topic, Reaching Your Community. Recordings of each episode of Youth Talk can be found on YouTube, CastBox and iTunes or accessed through our social media pages. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy. Steve, thanks for joining us. No problem. Welcome to Youth Talk, episode two. And we're delighted to have Steve Dawes with us. Steve, why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are and what you do. Okay, well, I am called Steve. Uh, I have been youth pastor here in Glengormley Baptist Church for the last three years. So grew up in the church and then went to Belfast Bible College and offered me the job after I graduated. So it's been brilliant. Um, I'm married to Faith. Uh, she's a brilliant cook, so <laughs> if you ever want to call her in for dinner, more than welcome. Um, support Manchester United. Okay. You haven't fallen out me then? Not yet, no. We'll see how it goes. You know, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's, so. what's Faith's speciality? What's her special disc, dish? Oh, I've put on a stone since we got married. Right, okay. So that kind of tells you. Okay. Says so all. All of it's good. <laughs> Not healthy food then? Just <laughs> oh, good, no, good everything, mate. Like, it's everything. good desserts. Perfect. <laughs> Brilliant. Steve, you work for Glengormley Baptist, you were saying. Uh, tell us a little bit about the youth setup in Glengormley. Okay, so within our church, we have kind of our big main night is Friday night. So we have our youth club. So it ranges from primary school age right through to secondary school. Um, we have the juniors, which is from 6.30 to 7.30, P1 to 5. The seniors then, which is P6 to year 11, from 7.30 to 9.00. And then from 9 to 10, we have the older teenagers who are 14, 15, 16 plus. Um, so it's brilliant with them on a Friday night, just time where they can come hang out and we have a gospel epilogue. And then on a Sunday, it's kind of more discipleship focused. So we have our Sunday school, which we call Ignite Groups. So all our youth work is all under the banner of Ignite. And Ignite Groups for primary school age. So we have a minibus that would go around before... The church service begins the kids come in and they sit through first 15 minutes of the service and then they go out and they divide into different age groups so at the minute we have three different age groups so we have the under fours the p1s to p4 and then p5 six and seven are together and then on a sunday night we have our yf and um, so it's kind of in two parts as well Youth fellowship. So we have the younger ones, they're years eight to ten, mm -hmm. and they run from quarter to eight to half eight, and then our older ones who are year eleven plus, and it's from quarter to eight to nine o'clock. Awesome. So plenty going on then. It's busy. <laughs> <laughs> can see why they need a youth pastor. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. Uh, this episode we're focusing specifically on reaching your community, and I know that's something that you're really passionate about, and that the church are really passionate about. Why don't we just start with the, the kind of foundational question of why? So why is reaching your community something which should be on our radar? Why is it so important for churches and for youth ministries? Well, for us as a church, it's constantly coming back to Jesus's final command, the Great Commission, that we're to go into all the world. And with everything that we're seeking to do as a church, it starts with us reaching into our community mm. because that's the foundation of it. Jesus, whenever he was here on earth, he met people where they were at. Mm -hmm. 
he didn't sit in a building and wait for them to come in or wait for them to come and find him but he actually went out and he met people where they were and that example that he set that's what we have to go then and follow as Christians so for us as a church we're following Jesus's command by going into all of Glengormley in the many different ways that we do just to take the gospel and to share it with people and to share the love that Jesus has for them. Brilliant. Uh, to unpack for us a little bit then about how you do that in Glengormley, particularly with regards to the youth work and maybe some ways that other churches can do the same. Yeah, so for us it's kind of all about, it's kind of a building block stage if you like. So it starts with us actually going into the community. So we have done that in many different ways through schools work. So at the minute for us as a church, we're working with six different primary schools that are within a mile and a half radius of the church. And so we do many different things. I would go in quite often and take assemblies or speak at the issues. We do a weekly good news club in one of the primary schools. And we've also had the amazing journey in um, all the primary look. schools, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> highly recommend that, um, and it's brilliant. And then we've had we've partnered with Nomad as well, and had the cage football in the schools, and just many different things. Within Glengormley High School, then I would be in there on a weekly basis doing the SU. So it's building those connections mm. with pupils in the schools, so that we can then invite them along on a Friday night, and they feel that they already know a face, mm. they know my face, you know, and they can come along. And it's incredible the opportunities in schools. Like we have, in all those schools, if you add it all together, there's 3,000 pupils mm. that are hearing the gospel that we're connecting with as a church and that we're able to invite along and encourage to come along to stuff in the church. So then our aim is to try and get them to come along on a Friday night, be part of our youth club, share the gospel. And what we would love to see is at some point in that journey, them giving their lives to Jesus and wanting to go on that journey mm. with him. And then we want to see them discipled through youth fellowship, through Ignite Groups, Sunday School, and just see them grow in their faith as well, and then fit, fit into the main church and get involved in the work and give back as well. Great. So you kind of um, expressed that about how you're in schools, and so for you, the first point of contact is almost always going out to where they're at before yeah. trying to get them back into the church. Yeah, so even with like the schools, it's meeting them there because... In this day and age, there's not many places where people actually all gather together at once. Yeah. And in schools, you have all the pupils from many different backgrounds mm. and you're hitting a wide variety of families and homes and it's a huge area to cover. And like the other thing that we do is each summer we'll go around the area with thousands of leaflets and we'll put it through the doors and try mm. and meet people on the streets and just yeah. maybe chat to them or invite them along to either a holiday bible club which we call ignite for the summer and the other thing then that we do in the summer we haven't done it the past few years but are doing it again this year is we're going back into the estates in the local community and we're setting up a gazebo and we're going to host a kids club just in the middle of the estates we'll have games bible clubs and because it's an open area people can see what we're doing they can see what we're about and then it's about having people there who are willing and able just to chat mm. with passers-by, but you're also making those connections yeah. with the kids so that when the minibus does go out for the Holy Bible Club, yeah. it'll be picking them up at the same place that we've had the kids' club in the estate that yeah. then they can come along as well. So you're almost earning the right, in a sense, to get them into your building and, and to get them into your ministries. That's, yeah. That's brilliant. Cause Cause it's all about building those relationships. and yeah. It's making people aware that yeah church is a safe place we can be trusted and Amazing. you know it's having that respect because so many parents nowadays they are 
hesitant, Skeptical. you know, and they want to get to know well, what's it all about first before they just send their kids along to Great. a random church. Brilliant. Tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that perhaps you face or perhaps some of the challenges that other listeners and churches will face as they try and reach their communities. So one of the first challenges is just people who aren't happy with the message that you're sharing or who just don't believe in God and have no interest. And sometimes you do take a lot of stick. Mm. You may have people that just object to you being there, but it's about just being open and just saying, listen, we're not here to impose. It's up to you to respond because we're not forcing anyone to bring their kids along mm. or forcing them to believe what we believe. But ultimately, that's what we would love for them to do. But then as well, one of the challenges is making sure that all the kids are safe. So mm. for us as a church, we work, as you know, with a lot of kids who are in social services, who are in foster care. And because of that, they need the foster carers need to know that this is a safe place. Mm. So it's making sure like things like child protection and access and I and mm. all those boring things that we consider in youth work mm. are actually in place and that every leader is aware of what to do in the different situations. So it's, it's about creating a safe space Good. that people feel they can come along to. Brilliant. And uh, whenever you talk about reaching out in the community, I suppose the other side of the coin is discipling those within your church, within your own youth yeah. group. How do you strike that balance um, and, and kind of handle that tension of reaching out but also discipling the young people within the church? So to be honest that is a hard balance <laughs> to find because whenever you have ones coming in from the community who have maybe made a profession there's no one there at home to encourage them to come to church. Yeah. Normally they have a lot of questions, there's a lot of challenges and because you're only getting a couple of hours of them maybe in a week if they're coming to youth club or youth fellowship then it's it's hard, you know, for them because there is no support at home and you do want to invest time. And for me, I kind of like that side a little bit more and would invest a little bit more in them. But with the ones who are here in the church, it's about making sure that, you know, there is other people within the church who feel more comfortable working with the ones that are brought up in the church and who have those relationships. And I think the main main thing that I've learned and the main bit of advice is that it's a team effort. Mm. You know, you need everyone in church, like everyone in church can't just look to me and go, you're the youth pastor, it's mm. your responsibility. But it's about everyone because one of the things that I love about our church and is that there's so many <clears throat> different people of different ages involved in the youth work. And some of the older teenagers, they may find it easier to talk to some of the ones in their mm. 70s to get advice from them. So I think that's how I strike the balance is that I'm trusting that other people within the church maybe mm -hmm. step up a wee bit more with those who are within the church because there is that relationship, they're out every Sunday yeah. and they have those connections and then that allows me a wee bit more time with those that maybe aren't so regular coming to church yeah. and those who are maybe still very young and immature Brilliant. in the Christian faith. Great. You mentioned earlier about um, how once you've kind of made the point of contact outside the church where they're going to the schools, they maybe start coming to youth club, and then ultimately you see some of them come to the actual church services. And I know I haven't been to um, being here in Glengormley for particularly one of your kind of family and community services. That's a brilliant service where you get a lot of the kind of young people from the community into yeah. the church service. Uh, the same service as the whole congregation, the wider congregation. And it's a really wonderful picture of the church. Mm -hmm. um, give us a little bit of a snapshot about why it's so important to have the wider church involved like that uh, and maybe some of the ways that folks can 
encourage the wider church circle to get involved in that idea of embracing people from the community coming into the church and some of the steps involved there? Yeah, so if you look at what a biblical church is, a biblical church is made up of all ages, people of many different backgrounds, many different cultures. And constantly you have it, Paul writing to the churches, encouraging them to unite together mm-hmm. as one, you know, and not just the Gentiles and not just the Jews, but coming together. And for us as a church, a family service just gives that opportunity to bring people along and to preach the gospel. And it also gives the opportunity for families within the church, the older folks, maybe if their kids aren't walking with the Lord, for them to invite them along. And it's a service where it's gospel focused mainly and it's evangelistic. But it's a lot more relaxed, so we have it that they come in, we'll sing a few songs, we'll have kids choruses, you know, and we'll shorten the talk. But one of the things that we've done after, so we have that once a month, is the tea and coffee afterwards, because there, that builds fellowship within the church, but it also gives opportunity to have conversations and to chat with people and to build up those relationships and for opportunities to bring in the gospel on a one-to-one. For us, though, what we've found is that Christmas, we have along Glengormley Integrated Primary School Choir every year, and that's a fantastic service because there's normally 30 kids in that choir, so you have all the parents coming in as well. It's an opportunity to preach the gospel, and for some of those people, that might be the only time Mm -hmm. they hear the gospel all year, but it's just an opportunity. And then what we see is two weeks later at the carol service, again, we're inviting all the kids from youth club to come and take part and having the kids taking part in the service. It does encourage a few parents to come along, but there's more that we would love to see coming along. And for us, our big kids and youth Sunday in May, we try to put little things that might entice people to come along. So (laughs) with kids Sunday, you know, there's lunch afterwards and it's free. Uh, Try to encourage people to come along then in the evening with the youth service. You know, it's more focused on the teenagers and letting them take part and be involved in the service. And it's encouraging those who are walking with the Lord to develop their gifts and talents and to have an opportunity at the front of the church, whether it is playing with the praise band or, mm-hmm. you know, leading the service, doing the announcements, just little things, yeah. you know, to encourage them. And the wee mm-hmm. enticement with that is that you get a wee trip to Locksroll Park <laughs> afterwards for a few games. So, brilliant. Excellent. Uh, just as we close, any final resources that you've come across that you find helpful whether that be study materials or just general information on, on reaching out anything you'd like to share yeah so i think if if there is churches out there and they're struggling as to what to do as to how to get into the schools i think there's plenty of organizations here in northern ireland that you can partner with obviously we've mentioned the amazing journey and we'll plug that again um, link in the description <laughs> So there's the amazing journey and it's brilliant just to go into the schools and like Aaron does do a fantastic job. Then, you know, you've Youth for Christ Nomad, like we've partnered with them, gone in, done PE lessons, done RE lessons, mm-hmm. Salt Factory Sports, we're looking at partnering with them, all being well from September, Crown Jesus Ministries. Mm-hmm. And it's partnering with those organisations as a church and working with them that gives opportunities as well. But one of the best resources that I've read and it's really easy to find is the Scripture Union Top Tips mm. books because they do give lots of pointers yeah. and they're so short because it's only like 20-30 pages and you can quickly read it in <laughs> half an hour but there's so, so many ideas that are packed into that and I think if you're willing to adapt for us as a church the one thing we've always said is that the message must never change. Mm-hmm. But the methods that we use and how we go about connecting with the community, engaging with the community, 
that's the one thing that can always change. And for us, well, it's kind of my wee rule that I always repeat to the church is that it's about putting people over the program mm. and it's about making the programs and the organizations in the church fit the people. Because so often you can get stuck in a rut where it's all about the program and you're not willing to change and it's not meeting the needs of the people. But if you're focusing on the people and their needs, then you'll be willing to adapt your program and to change it to sit down. Brilliant. Excellent way to end. Thank you so much, Steve. Really appreciate you taking the time no to share with us. No Thank you to everyone who's been watching this on YouTube or listening via CastBox or iTunes, uh, episode two of Youth Talk. And make sure you check us out next week for episode number three. Thank you.